0: this is sam with rowdy alternative and today we got all four of the boys from uh fox and veed how you guys doing
1: doing good, good. how you doing
0: good good guys uh it's, it's uh it's really nice to chat with you uh i um i was actually turned on by uh by your music from uh nick and matt uh from Rage rowdy uh-huh. i don't know if you guys are familiar with them or not
1: yeah we oh, yeah. went down and uh played a raise rowdy show on a wednesday night so we got to meet them and and play our first show in Nashville. It was dope. Those dudes are awesome.
0: Yeah, man, they're great. So, uh, well, let's start out just so we get uh, things straight here. Uh, If you guys want to go like one by one, just like say your name, introduce yourself or what instrument you play, then that'd be great. I'm Christian Veed.
2: I sing and uh, play guitar. Um, Logan Fox, I also sing and play guitar.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Landon, I play the bass. I'm Ashton. Um, I play the drums.
4: I just hit stuff. <laughs> right on. Um, so, guys, I guess let's
0: just start at the beginning for those uh, who might not know you guys. Um, so, you guys are from North Carolina, right? Yeah, sir. So, uh, when you guys when did you guys form? I guess we'll just start there. And uh, like, how'd you all end up meeting uh, to form Fox and Veed?
2: It was probably I want to say two years ago when we like officially started the band, but. Me and Ashton were in a cover band and then we had both left that cover band and Christian came and took my spot yep. and then long short story short, I joined the cover band again and me and Christian started writing music and then we need a band behind us so we called up Ashton and then I knew Landon from high school so just kinda all came together. <laughs> right on. Was it uh
0: did you guys gel pretty quick?
2: Uh, the first, the first few practices or the very first practice we ever had. Yeah. We played
1: some songs and we got done.
2: It was all songs that I had wrote
1: like by myself, like before me and you even started. Yeah, it was, was, uh, we tried to play them and,
2: uh, I left that first practice like, damn, this ain't gonna work.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We had such a connection that we had played for so long that, we just knew that it would click eventually.
2: Yeah, we were just like, let's just keep giving it a chance, and then we started to write
1: stuff for this band, and then it kinda came together. Yeah. Me and you clicked as like songwriters. Yeah, together. like when we first wrote together, it was like instant. Me and I, Christian I felt always the clicked. Connection too. pretty
4: fast. Jam wise, me and him just played a lot together. So
2: yeah,
0: right on. Uh, do you uh, so when you guys write, is it just you two, uh, Christian and Logan, or is it like a whole band kind of deal? Usually me
1: and him on the acoustics
2: yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. we'll sometimes we'll bring a song or like a riff to the band to see if like where it could go. But most of the time it's just me and Christian on acoustics.
0: All right. I got you. Um, so when I first listened to y'all, uh, excuse me, shit about fell. Uh, when I first listened to y'all, uh, the first thing I caught was the, I'm a big rock guy. Like I know Rage Rowdy is a country thing, but I'm a big rock guy. And um. Like that's the first thing that that pulled me in. Uh you guys have a really unique um mix of you have that country kind of feel, but man, I I feel like most of it's like just like alternative rock kind of like I don't really know how to describe it. So if you guys would describe your own sound, like how would you how would you describe it or like what genre would you put yourself in?
4: Um uh, I like to call us uh like country creed. <laughs> we, we, uh, I think we all had a big inspiration from like country music and just loving the old country so much. But then uh, a huge chunk of us is like big nineties grunge, alternative rock. Like we just, we have such a big, like I'm my drumming style is like hundred percent in that range. So it was hard for me to just be like a country drummer. So then we just kind of morphed our sound into what would fit everyone's needs and wants. We just took all four of our genres that we love and put them into one. Do you guys, uh, do,
0: do you think that your music, cause you kind of said it there, but like with, um, is it because you guys grew up in North Carolina? You know, that's like the the south considered so like do you think that has a lot to do with it or did you start out like i want to be i want to make i want to make country music and then it evolved or how'd that all how'd your style form i guess
2: well me and him when we first started writing we were on some heavy like traditional country music pop country kind of thing but then Mm -hmm. when we met ashton you know he's a rock drummer so that his sound it kind of just made us think of like we shouldn't be like I mean, not bore. I don't want to use boring, but yeah, kind of like we just <laughs> want to spice it up a little bit, you know. Take our old country stuff and throw a little twist on it and make it more entertaining. Nobody for loves the old
1: Merle Haggard tune more than us, but yeah. it's, to play it live is not very fun. <clears throat> yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> I think we have such an energy within us, especially when we play live. We're always like, it, we, we. I'm such a high energy drummer for sure, and I know they're high energy on stage, so it was hard for us to get up there and play this just country. Yeah. So yeah, everything just slowly morphed into like how we would play it live became how we recorded it and stuff like that. So
0: okay, so like you base a lot of it on your stage show then. So like 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 your live show um, is is that something cause that's something I've been paying attention to a lot more recent recently is like the actual live show for a lot of these bands. Like you could listen to a recording like out of the studio for anyone. But like once you see them live, I think that determines on like if you're going to be like a long lasting fan. Like at least for me, like it all comes down to the live element. Is that something you guys take into consideration a lot? Like how much do you pride yourself on your live show?
1: That's everything to us. It's our favorite thing to do. Like the songwriting is like fun and we love to do that.
2: We do that. We write songs so we can go out and play for people like that's our that's our fix right there and
3: i feel like more than anything logan especially but most of us well we're pretty perfectionist the perfectionist type so i feel like whatever we get on stage is always going to be 100 percent. you know you know oh, trying yeah. to be as, as good as possible for whatever crowd we're in so.
0: yeah yeah hell yeah and like and that's great and like i i, I was talking to a guy uh uh he's a nashville artist last week and he was he like broke it down pretty great about how like you could kind of feel can you feel that energy like in a snap like when like okay this is going to be a great show or is it like you kind of have to like wait till the end and like kind of gauge how the audience is once you're like off the stage or how do you guys know that it's it's a great show that you guys
1: are playing you can work them over. I feel like, yeah. like some some shows can start bad, and then I think if you if you come out swinging, yeah. If you if you come out and you and you just you if you really bring that energy, I feel like sometimes it's hard. Now there's always going to be shows where you just it, it ain't great. Yeah, they're not drinking up. They see you up. They're having a good time. It's hard for them not to have a good time. I feel
4: like. I, I think our goal is to, in the end, we want everyone to be like, what? Damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I want- Expecting all that from these goofballs,
0: you know. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. Um, so where do you guys uh play mostly? You play mostly around North Carolina, or do you guys go to like Nashville, or how, what? What's your guys' schedule usually look like on average?
2: Uh, most of the time, uh, right now, it's kind of take what you can get kind of thing. Mm. We we play a lot in NC, and we hit a uh, you know Greenville and ben, we had a bunch of college towns, and we got some we have a gig in Georgia this week. So, I mean, we're, we're getting out there. We played in South Carolina
1: and Virginia and West Virginia. Just our first Nashville gig was with the Rays Rowdy. Yeah. That's dudes, the first time so, we played in that. We're hoping they bring us back, invite us for another one. It was fun. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Did they, they I, I'm in Cincinnati. So I do a lot of these, like I'm, it's hard for me to get into town a lot, but like, yeah, man, I, I actually saw Nick and Matt, uh, Saturday. We went to a rodeo mm-hmm. and, uh, he broke out one of y'all sweatshirts It has like a net, na- like a NASCAR oh, yeah. thing going on, bro. It's sick. It's sick. I, I didn't know what, I thought it was like uh-huh. one of those, like one of those like retro, like, you know, NAS, I thought it was a driver's name. I looked closer and it was Fox and bead. I'm like, Oh fuck. Now that I haven't seen merch like that before. And like, and that I feel yeah. like that's like, yeah. And like, do you guys, I usually ask that shit towards the end, but might as well ask now, uh-huh. uh, when it comes to like merch and stuff, um, do you guys put a lot of? Uh, this is very broad and cliche. Do you guys put a lot of thought? I guess like creatively. Do you get help from other entities on your merch, like whether it's designs or like, hey, this is we should sell this kind of hoodie, this kind of whatever. Like, how do you guys go about that?
4: It's really funny because what we do is we we find an artist, right, and then we we message him, and then we all will message each other like. What the hell do we want to do? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. put a race car on it, man. <laughs> yeah, that would <will> be good.
0: <laughs> so, That's I mean,
4: awesome. It's just it's just whatever pops in our brain. But yeah. I think the big thing with our merch is we don't care so much about putting us or anything on there. We want it to be something that. Anybody would find cool, no matter what's on it. They don't like you mm-hmm. said. It looks like just a cool retro shirt, Even and if they don't care
1: about Fox and Beat, they yeah. just
4: like the shirt. They'll be like, they are curious what Fox and Bead is because that shirt's dope." Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's a great that, that's a great mindset to have because those you like I know I have a buddy Austin Mead. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's out of
1: oh, yeah. Texas. Definitely. Yeah, and he has like other stuff. Yeah,
0: he has some like like there's this one shirt. It's 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 like from year it's years old now, but like it's it was like a pinup girl, you know, like those old World War Two pinup girls. And it's like see, like anyone would buy that, and it gets his name out there too because his name's on it. And yeah. like yeah, like the the Howdy Fuckers thing, like you know that anyone will wear that. So uh, that that's really that's a cool that's a good mindset you guys have. Um, but let's get back to what I was, I was going to ask. Uh, how was the music scene? Where you guys are in North Carolina because I never hear a lot about that area. Uh, so was there like a present rock or country music scene, or how'd
2: you guys get into it? There's probably a reason you never heard about it, and it's because it's <laughs> not very existent. It's uh, <laughs> very, I don't know, you'll go to some dive bars and there'll be some rock or country band playing. There's just Karen
1: Marlowe came out of Kannapolis, that's what we can say. That there's just right not, even a, not far from us. There's
2: not a huge <laughs> scene for music, so that's we try and get out and go to where people will find us entertaining but i mean there's a little scene here it's just not obviously as big as like nashville or like Atlanta yeah. or
4: something like not that. really in our area i feel like i feel like there's a big <laughs> scene when it comes to like underground stuff but when it's like just what we do i don't feel like a huge one here yeah. that i know of maybe we're just not aware <laughs> yeah i
2: haven't seen anything like it
0: yeah i mean that's how it is like where i'm at like i'm i'm in i'm like 20 minutes south of Cincy and like, there's nothing like, you know, you don't have like, like in Nashville or like Kentucky's a fantastic place for like, like country music, especially it's a huge place for it, but it's all in the damn mountains and shit. Like you, you ain't going out there to watch that. You're listening to that kind of stuff. But when you, let's talk about Nashville, how long were you in Nashville uh when you guys were there? Night. <laughs> yeah,
1: <there's
2: laughs> one, one night. Oh, one night. <laughs> we had shows that weekend. So we, we left the, uh after that night
0: okay well i was gonna ask you if like if you got to like meet and like network a bit with like any other artists or songwriters at all or if you had any time for
2: that we did we were a uh, drunk at a bar and met Coetzel, but that's <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: bought us root beer float or well, dre bought us root beer float shots and then he bought rumple mitts and jack daniels he, he was, was real as hell,
2: yeah man. we just kind of drank a little bit with him but we, i mean we didn't really he didn't really know who we are, we of
1: didn't want to like, bug him with hey, yeah, we man, We're Fox V. we love we your didn't, music. Yeah, like, we
0: didn't nobody be, wants to be ambushed like that, we, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I heard stories from a lot of people that drinking with co, like if you go all in, then you're gonna feel it the next day. I've personally never, but <laughs> but um, which bar was it? Was it Red Door?
1: Yeah, it was right there,
0: right there. <laughs> uh. You said root beer float shot. You said root beer floats, and my first amazing. time
1: trying them. I heard they were they yeah, were really good. Yeah, yeah they were great.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's like one of the best drinks I've ever had. Was there? <laughs> it was so good. Um, but uh, awesome. Are there any uh venues like, and not only in Nashville? Obviously, you were only there once, but like, are there any venues that you guys like love to hit, or have you you played more than once that you just like love playing at or something?
2: Uh, I mean, the Ritz and Raleigh was cool when we played. We Cameron Marlowe brought us to support him one time at the Ritz in Raleigh, and that I would like sick. to go back there again. That yeah, was a that cool was venue. Yeah. Or uh, Amos's in Charlotte, we've played yeah. there. That's a sick
1: venue. Um, there's been a couple. We yeah. sold out our local theater, the Swanee Theater, a couple times. So yeah. Two Times we played there. That's We're trying to get at Cody Joe's in Charlotte. Yeah. That's next. That's our next. That's our next target. We'll tag
0: him. We'll tag him in this. Yeah, uh, tag. Him. Come <laughs> <all> on, <Coyote, bro. laughs> <laughs> yeah um so with you with you when you guys do come in contact like just uh, like on the road or however over social media or whatever with like other bands or artists do you feel like it's more of like a family camaraderie like everyone helping each other or is it more of like a cutthroat like dog eat dog kind of thing or
2: maybe a mix of both i feel like there is been people that have been like that have been kind of cut 30 and you know we'll they'll get a show with us and then we'll meet them in person and they're kind of standoffish but then there's people like camel Marlowe, for example and he was like he was really cool we just seemed like he was just we were all just in it to win it you know and there are people uh, most of the time the people we meet have been pretty cool about it
4: i think it's just a competitive market yeah you know especially it's just like saturated now everybody's trying to make it when you got people who see an advantage in making friends and helping each other succeed. And then you got people who get a little too competitive with it. And, you know, I think, I think we've had a mix of, of good people. We weeded out the good and the bad and we're, we're thankful for every opportunity we get and we like to give them back to everybody that we can. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um. So, and when you did, you mentioned saturated and I, I, this is always an interesting. I always like hearing what other, what different bands think about this. But when um, I when I was out in Texas, uh, it pretty much I don't know maybe like four years ago, three four years ago, the Texas music was mainly country, and then it just shifted to like just straight up rock. And uh, and you guys play like you know more rock centric stuff. So do you guys think that um, how do you guys manage to stay consistently like fresh or like or like your own unique stuff without getting like uh you know into that like diluted like everything sounds like the next person kind of thing like how do you guys freshen up your
1: sound and keep it like
0: consistently like unique
1: i would say our goal is to not sound like anybody else like when we're mm-hmm. when we're going to make a record we found our our studio our guy that we like to work with and he kind of understands our sound shout out kenny at archer Avenue studios mm-hmm. but uh we pretty much are trying to not sound like anybody. So we want it to be whatever whatever we like, whatever we think sounds cool. And, you know, if we like it, then most of the time other people seem to be liking it. And as long as we stay kind of authentic, I feel like that's been working for us. So we're just going to stick with
4: that. Like Like we said earlier, we all play our instruments very specifically. And I think when we try to diverge into something that doesn't sound like us, it always ends up doing worse than when we were just like, full-blown this is how we play this is what we do so once you start converging to something else is when we start losing our authenticity i think so like when you when you
0: say you play your instruments very specifically are you meaning like you each have like your own way of playing your own style of playing and then when you merge it together that's what makes you guys fox and veed
2: i think i think we all like share a role and play a role and everyone plays their instrument so like uniquely and it just we can all blend it together without doing too much
3: yeah i feel like that also keeps things fresh because you know even if someone comes up with a better idea or not necessarily a better idea but an idea in general someone can add on to that and kind of morph it into our sound and what we think would be appropriate to our names you know yeah. and it's, it's always been a successful tactic i would say
4: we were afraid that this wasn't going to work because of our differences because he <clears> was <throat> he was bluesy logan's bluesy christian's dang country boy <laughs> i was a huge like 80s rock 90s rock guy I know. yeah so like it just we were scared because i think i was like big into punk rock i was like i'm playing he said band.
1: when we first started the band we're not playing country I was, okay. <laughs> I was, like, okay i was like i'll just sneak it yeah. in the lyrics and it'll be fun i think once yeah. we
2: finally accepted like this is who we are and yeah. we like make more rock and stuff i think that's what helped a lot yeah
0: yeah for sure um so when you guys do like mold your you guys's own unique sound together to <clears> to <throat> make music as a band uh what's your technique with that like what's it go like uh like when it comes like the songwriting what's your method of making a song like like putting it together like do you start out with the lyrics do you start out with the with the music the uh instrumental element to it or is it all just different how do you guys do that
2: normally so usually it starts with a lot of marijuana and then me and Christian will get either a riff idea. And it's always with acoustics because we always say if you can't sit down and play your song on an acoustic that it probably won't do so well. Mm-hmm. So we will sit down and, you know, try and get inspired by anything, a riff, a vocal, a... I mean, we'll write lyrics all the time and just see if we can fit it into a song. And sometimes songs take two days. Sometimes they take four months. I mean, just <laughs> and then whenever we complete a song or almost complete it or have an idea, we'll take it to the rest of the band when we practice and just see if it works with all of our styles or see what we can change. And if it sticks, then it there's Plenty sticks. of times
1: it doesn't work, but there's, you know, yeah. that's that's with everything.
2: You'll have those few that you're like, yeah, this one feels good. And then you'll have those where it's like, Absolutely not. Why did you bring this here? <laughs> Y'all are definitely too high when you wrote this. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Uh, so, as a uh, like a young, like up and coming, like rock band, what are your guys' thoughts on um, like the current state of rock music? Like, what do you think? Is it growing? Is it stagnant? Is it declining? Like, just from your guys' point of
2: view. I mean,
4: uh, I think <laughs> I think that I think rock is is doing better now than it has recently. I mean, obviously there's like a huge bump in country right now, but I think that people are just getting tired of, of hearing like <clears> just <throat> robotic sounding stuff and they want something kind of natural. So it's <clears> sloppy, just <throat> sloppy country or sloppy country music, sloppy rock music. Like they just want to hear something that's, that's more genuine now. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I know that, that rock is just making a big comeback. I mean, you see like, for, Like we talk about Creed, you see Creed making a huge comeback for no reason <laughs> yeah. at all. Like, we're just- I know, man. Came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to see him, <laughs> dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, Limp
0: Biscuit. Dude, Limp Biscuit is my favorite band of all time. I went and saw them. Yeah, I, w- I saw them at uh, Lighter Than Life in. Uh, what the hell was that? Louisville, I think? I don't fucking know. But, man, they. Still got it. They still got it. I don't know if y'all seen them recently,
4: but I think they're better than ever. Honestly, I think I think they've accepted that they're a joke and they just <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: That's the trick. You got to be self-aware. Like like same with because like Lip Biscuits. Like I think way more like people like call them like a gimmick and all like they're they're a little they're in their own league. But like even with Creed because like Creed uh, like Scott Stapp, I feel like has always taken himself. Very, very seriously, and like almost to a douchebag level, but we love him, you know. Uh, and I feel like now he's figured out, like, well, hell, my music's popular again. You know, I might as well just lean into it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how you keep your ego at that level in check. It, it must be nuts. I think history repeats itself with Scott. I
4: think he's gonna, I think he's
2: gonna get a little
4: big. <laughs> Oh, man. Like,
1: this man back here thinks he's Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Yes, yes. I, w- I wonder if they thrown down a time or two. I don't know. I don't know if they like. I, I know they hated each other from what I understand.
1: Yeah. But I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, dude. It was. Now nah, I'm stuck. Now nah, I'm stuck rambling about Limp Biscuit. But at that show, we're. we're... <laughs> yeah, like at that show, uh. Mm-hmm. He, they came on stage all playing like each other's instruments. I think Fred Durst was on guitar, and I think Wes Borland came out with the microphone, and the other two were like – I don't know who was DJing. I don't know. But they came out and started playing uh, Blind by Korn, like the opening to open into it. Happen. Oh, dude, everyone got so hyped. And, like, you know, of course it turned out to just be, like, really bad sounding. But <laughs> people kept moshing. People kept moshing, man. It, it was a fun time. But uh, – that's a public service announcement. Everyone, go see Limp Biscuit if you can.
1: I've never seen him, so I need to. I need to as well. I man. need to.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, let's talk
1: about uh, your uh,
0: latest single. It's actually the first one I listened to, uh, "Too Far Gone." Um, where'd you guys record that at? And like, who was like? Did you have any like
2: personnel like in the studio with you? It was just our producer Kenny and Archer Avenue. He's in Columbia, in South Carolina. It was it's mainly when we go to the studio. It's just us and Kenny, and we kind of just bounce off each other. And uh, he kind of just makes it work. He makes he gives it that sound.
0: Oh yeah. Um. So what can you guys give me like a brief like? Is there like a story behind it or like how how'd you guys uh, think that one up?
2: Well, we wrote it with uh, Owen, right? That's, yeah, well, buddy, our, our buddy Turbifill. Owen Turbifill, shout out. He's a local guy here with us. And uh, we wrote it with him one night. And I don't know, I think we were just all in some depressed mindset. It must have been. And then <laughs> we just, we wrote that riff. And then those words just
1: kind of, I don't know. That chorus flowed out of me. Yeah, We were freestyling. And it kind, it's kind of like, I mean, it, it's sad <laughs> to say, but it's kind of like a, like a note you're leaving before you're too far gone or before there's no coming back. So it kind of, the song is kind of like in my eyes, whenever we were making it, it was like the note you're leaving behind kind of like the way that I looked at it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, for everybody's interpretation. I kind of feel like that with any song, like whatever it means to you is whatever, whatever it should be. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I, and I it, it should be that way. Like it, cause like, people like to argue about that all the time. Like, this is what a song means. This isn't what it means, but it's that, that's what it's for. It's art. So like you interpret it differently, no matter who you are. Um, so, uh, do you guys, and and that reminds me, I wanted to ask ask you this earlier, earlier when you guys do write, um, do you, have you ever written like with anyone else? Like, do you do it often? If you do like the two of you with like another artist or.
2: We, yeah, we wrote with Owen that one time and then Mm -hmm. really, um, I mean, we've tried to. I don't know. Maybe no. It's really just been with him. Yeah, we haven't really tried to write with anyone else because sometimes it when you add too many people, at least in Mike's, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. too many people. Like sometimes you just can't agree on something, or you know, like be honest. Yeah, you can't be honest about things because you're not
4: like that's yeah Yeah, you're not comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. So we all used to try to to get together, all four of us, and write and like. The same sense as they do with acoustics, and it just never worked because I think we huh. all just second guessed everything. And it, it, we, me and Landon, just took a step back and let them do their thing because they always seemed to bring something to the table. When it was us four, we would just goof around or we'd get would drunk, Yep, <laughs> drink, <laughs> drink a bunch of chorus lights, and, and do nothing.
3: I feel like, I feel like, uh me and Ashton's love of rock and all that kind of pairs well with, uh christian and logan's lyrics normally and um say if they had a uh, a certain groove or whatever they wanted to implement and something just didn't sit right it usually doesn't take long for us to just kind of adjust and kind of make it into whatever song Our to come up way. with kind of like too far gone yeah 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 and, and like
0: I, it was a great song guys like i that was the first one i that, that was the first one i heard and that's really what you know so i had to go listen to everything else but uh but yeah it's great man um so uh what do you guys got going on for like uh this year uh, since we're still kind of at the beginning of the year and i could keep milking this question cuz it's pretty interesting do you guys have like goals like for 2024 that you guys like have to get to that you've set as a band uh do you have like anything that comes to mind
2: i have one i know <clears throat> By the end of this year for 2025, I want to have a tour organized for the next year. Or at least be starting to think of, or get some, just get like a roster of. Like a real tour, not a yeah. cover band tour. We've yeah. been talking yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Not like a spotty thing where we get things here and there. Because that's what we're working with now. But like a fully organized, running from state to state, whether it's supporting,
2: supporting right. something.
4: That's our goal. I think. Gonna put a lot of new music. Drop another album, album, hopefully play,
1: Yeah.
4: Album.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to play in Texas. That's, that's the, the thing cool. I want to do. Yeah, play, play in
2: Texas would really
0: be cool. Dude, y'all would y'all would eat it up out there. Like y'all y'all would honestly like. That's what they're. That's the big thing out there right now. And especially and you guys from being across the country and you know North Carolina, like going to Texas, you guys will meet a lot of people down there that will like. You know it, that's a great networking spot yeah um but and you met about that tour the tour thing because i'm just as i'm just curious at this point what makes it a tour versus just playing Mm -hmm. shows like is there certain numbers that you have
2: to reach or how does that work i think it's just like a personal a tour is whatever you call it but to me a -hmm. a tour is like
4: Getting the hell out of North Carolina.
2: Yeah, get we're out
4: of North <laughs> Just going until we, we run out of time to play and we got to come back. You know what I mean? Like, we just yeah. want to travel, play, and just live and eat
1: and
2: yeah. breathe. And- play our own songs. and
1: Yeah. yeah. Just mainly if we're not we- playing three-hour or four-hour cover games. Yeah. yeah. We got to play those <laughs> from to help pay for our records. Yeah. Out kind of the process. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you got to do it. Like like that's and like, you know, that's what makes money. You know what I mean? Like before you guys like really start to take off, um do uh Is there um what was I going to say? Is there a band that like comes to mind that you might want to try to like tour along yeah. with or like anyone like that?
1: I think we need to go with Them Dirty Roses. I think that's the obvious mm, dude, fit that we would really fit cool. perfect with them, dudes. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I think the end goal is Co. So yeah, Co they're would be
1: cool. Co. Yeah, dude.
4: I, like, there's a uh,
0: guys like the I haven't I've never met Co personally. I, I know like his band, but I haven't met Co. And I, I I've gotten to talk with like a lot of his openers, like the Hoosier. I can't ever say the goddamn thing. Who's your brothers? Uh, and like all them guys, like they've all opened for Co, and they say it's like not only is it like fun, but like it's also like. You learn a lot, and because like his tours are nuts, not only because he's Co, but also just because they're hitting it hard, like they're road dogging it. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, that's, that's
1: the last. That's that the dream. Yeah, also to to me be, be sick.
2: Like I'll, that's just the dream, just to to get on the road and to live a musician life. Of I want to live in a van. Like get me out yeah. of North Carolina. I'm trying to go somewhere else. Hey, I'm broke here. I might as well be broke on the. <laughs> road. Yeah, might as well be <laughs> and traveling. You know. It's,
0: yeah. Yeah, Austin, me like you. You guys, I think that'd be a killer little lineup there. You're like his, his is pretty. His is this pretty similar? A lot of his songs are kind of similar to your guys's, like sound wise, Ooh. off of like Black Sheep and all that. But um, but yeah. Anyway, um, and here's another thing. Like with the, have you guys dove into like the social media heavy like focus? Like you kind of have to nowadays. Is that like the TikToks, the Instagram Reels? Like, have you
4: guys really dove into that? I'm tired of looking stupid on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of it. We should so just be talented in this day and age and make it. But now you got to look like an idiot on the internet. We, <laughs> exactly, right? we already
2: like have a budget in mind for like how much we want to spend on media stuff. Like already into when we go and make a song. So it's you have to be on social. If you're not on social mm-hmm. media and you're making music, you're doing it for no reason. At, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Do you guys,
0: like, focus on, like, I haven't had a chance to really check out, like, any of your guys' socials in depth. Do you guys do a lot of, like, like, what kind of stuff? Because, like, I know a guy, he does, like, skits, and, like, that's just a lot of effort. And some guys just do, like, hey, I'm going to play this song acoustically. What do you guys do?
2: Both. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> thing. It's just we're just, like, anything that's content and we think people will like, we'll post, like, we'll get professional videos made of us, like, live performances, and then we'll We've tried to make skits in the past. I mean, they're just... we had
1: we had one series called "What Her Favorite Country Singer Says About Her," and our first video we posted got like a million views. It was like nice. me. We're on the way to a show, and I was asking him like what her favorite country singer says about her with like Morgan Wallen or like all oh, those. You need to go look at it. It's funny. Yeah, we check it out. That series, but we just started running out of running out of like people to do, and like we that started should... just getting way too mean. <laughs> Man, I
4: just got pissed off. <laughs> like, quit asking me these dumbass questions. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> awesome
2: but it's annoying to do but you have to yeah.
4: yeah i would say that's i would say that's the hardest part of a modern day band is it, it's not about just being a band anymore it's about how you can get people's eyes and get clicks and stuff and
2: you have to be an influencer basically mm-hmm. like when you when you start to be a band you have to know how to work social media and be an influencer and just like it's, it's a business. You have to run yourself as the business and look at you as a product and how do people want to buy your yeah. product per se? Yeah. Yeah. You like, it is. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Right. It's necessary now. It sucks, but like it's also a great tool though. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Know.
1: It's helpful. We a have a lot of opportunities. Oh, yeah. Social media that, you know, people never had. So, yeah. yeah. Like, pros and cons to everything.
4: Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not always fun, but it, when it does hit, it makes it all worthwhile and then you're like oh let me just keep keep throwing bait in the water until i get another you know yeah yeah
0: that's pretty much how it is um but what
4: about some i know you guys just put out
0: uh a single but uh is, and you know how fans are they always want the next thing right away because everyone has short attention spans is there any upcoming uh music that you guys are working on that you guys would like to uh talk about
2: we got we're about to go to the studio and record two new songs, so they'll be next, in the next like two three weeks. Look, we're gone. Look for some one more happier songs because we've been depressed lately. <laughs> he so tells
1: so. us how we write his sad shit. <laughs> <too. laughs> like, all right, we're gonna put out a. We're happy gonna put out, and then, I want somebody to dance.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> look for some happy songs and look for some. We're Another going sad song for that. some more country. <laughs> yeah. more country vibes. We're we're kind of. We've been getting along with the rock for so long we want to show people we can still do the country thing a little
1: bit so but when the album comes there will be rock on oh the yeah it'll be a lot
4: it's going to be a punch in the face for sure
0: yeah awesome i love it um but guys hey thanks a lot for hopping on it, it was a blast um if there's any other socials you guys want like socials or any shows or any plugs throw that
2: out too the floor is yours uh, we're about to drop merch online Soon, so that fire up, hoodie or yeah, that fire sweatshirt. sweatshirt you saw, yeah, it's about, to it's about to be online. We're about to
1: be
2: <laughs> yeah. online, we're about to do that soon and excited
4: about that. And yeah, that's we're playing in Georgia,
2: yeah, Terminal South, Terminal South First this weekend.
4: Friday. Um, yep. we're about to play at the Love and Life Festival in Charlotte come May. I know that. Um, so
2: yeah, so yeah. Stuff, follow yeah. us on
1: Instagram. Our website has all our shows. Yeah, website I'll has compete.
4: everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Instagram, we post it all. All
0: right, right on, boys. Uh, and like I said, thanks a lot. I, it was a great, it was a fun conversation. We definitely got to do this again, hundred
1: percent. Yeah, um, Let's do
0: it. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also everyone, I might as well plug my own shit. I guess. Uh, follow yeah. Rage Rowdy and Rowdy Alternative on all the socials. Check out com for write-ups and all that fun shit. So, yeah, until next time, everyone, thanks for listening. This is Fox and Veed, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank
3: you. Appreciate
1: guys. you. Have a good one,
3: dog.